Welcome to Dubai Real Estate Unplugged, brought to you by the team here at House & House Real Estate. I'm Luke Remington, Managing Director for the House & House Group, and today I'm joined by James Perry once again. Hi, James. Hi, how are you? Very well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Simon Baker's back with us again. Back in the house. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome, right. everyone. Nice to see you again, gentlemen. Happy New Year. We're in a new office. Um, so today I want to dive into... Let's start with a roundup for 2022. What happened? It was a big year for us. It was a big year for the Dubai property market. So I'm sure we probably got a, we can take off a few minutes on that. So roundup for 2022, our achievements. It's been big, James. I heard you go, we had the, uh, the monthly meeting start this week and there was quite a few announcements that you had. And, but what have you seen in the growth in 2022? How has, how have you felt personally as well as the business? Yeah. I mean, it's not just 2022. I think, um, you know, the big milestone for me was COVID actually. I think from COVID times mm. and from those difficult, you know, that difficult period that we had, I think as a business, we've really moved on since there. Um, whereas I think a lot of companies in Dubai maybe took the foot off the gas a little bit. Um, but what we just jumping in there, you actually sent me something really interesting on what's happened. I don't mind you sharing it, but you actually said to you, to me, can you remember you were going to remortgage your house? I don't know when that would have been, probably around 2018 or 2019. That was, uh, that was the start of COVID, wasn't it? So yeah. it was probably tw early 2019, March, April time. But yeah, I mean, we were having conversations where, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. Dubai was in a lockdown. Um, you know, we were talking about if we had to, would we remortgage our houses to mm. free up a little bit of cash to put back into the business? Now, you know, that lockdown period was relatively short, but it was really the unknown. Um, it ended up being about 30 days, I think. Um, and luckily since then, you know, things have picked up in Dubai. I think it was very well managed. But as a business, we had very clear expectations on when, what, what we saw as the next four to five years. And we just really kicked on with our plan. There's a few small changes in terms of we were going to open an office in another location, um, which would have only benefited one of the teams. We actually changed that to open a larger office in our key hub, which is the Golden Diamond Park. Um, and just doing that actually benefited the team overall. Um, since then, we'll come on to it later, but we've actually opened another office, as you mentioned earlier, which we're sat in today. So, um, you know, we've had massive growth over the last couple of years um, across all the departments. And I think, you know, we can truly say that we're one of the dominant companies in Dubai. And I believe that most of our competitors and clients would probably say the same things about us. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not been easy, but I think we've had a vision and I think we've kicked on with that vision. And, you know, luckily we've, we've, we've managed to ride it very well. Yeah, I know something we touched on... Um the marketing and you know when the covid time happened you know cut back and you know the salary situation and all that how do we stay afloat but i think you vividly remember you were kind of let's move forward let's double our spend on marketing which was, was kind <laughs> of sure I got fingers pointed at before i think yeah i mean the start of 2020 i remember turning the new year when it's always you know new year don't you and everyone talk, talks a big game for for 24 hours or so and then and then obviously covid kicked in didn't it really early in 2020 um, and took the wind out of everyone's sails. And I, I personally feel that, you know, a bit like what James was saying, that during those few months when I thought it was a bit longer than the month, maybe, I, maybe I've got a short memory, I thought it was about 45 or 60 days, but whatever the time period, during that time, you were actually almost refreshingly given an opportunity to 
be stuck at home and start thinking, well, what do we need to work on the business rather than always in the business? I think we've always been obviously very involved and we still are today. Um, but it's quite important to take time away from it to understand what you need to do on it. Does that make sense? So that, that it's certainly in my head. And I think coming out of it, we, it was two options, wasn't it? We could either be scared and worried about the future or we could, uh, you know, double down and um, rent on rent that new office, which was so pivotal, as James mentioned, and um, and really crack on from there. Yeah. So um, that was what, what we did. And we were, I think, feel quite fortunate that the market went in the right direction. So that 20... The end of 2020 did start picking up and then by 2021, uh, things were good. And as a business, we've been very fortunate to grow uh, about f- just under 40%, but you know, around that figure, 40% year on year. Um, and that's despite COVID or any of these other challenges we've had. So, uh, which is, which is exciting and how we're sat here today in this uh, beautiful new office, which we're very, very lucky to have. Are you a bit surprised, James, about how quickly we came out of it? And I know we had a plan and I suppose as the three of us, we like to have a plan and we need this vision. And I suppose the, the shake CEO book has that vision, which we've all read, but are you a bit surprised about how well it has gone? No, I'm not. Okay. It's, it's the straight answer. Um, the reason being is again, you know, the government here just looks after the Emirates so well. Mm. Um, I think there's always something going on in Dubai. Obviously, we've just had the FIFA World Cup. Yeah. You know, there's always new rules, regulations coming in, but they're always favorable to the people that want to make a home here. I was having quite an interesting conversation with somebody the other day and, you know, he was asking me how long I've been in Dubai and it's actually since 2010. He's been here a similar time. And he was saying, you know, back when he was young, he was going out all the time. His life's changed. He's now got a family here. And actually what he was saying was there's a lot of people that their mum and dad are maybe retired, but they're actually coming out to Dubai to live with their family. And, 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 you know, they're building out this family network in Dubai. Um, and seeing it as a place to live and a place to retire, you know, which maybe in 2010, there was a lot less people doing that. Yeah, I think the the Western media kind of wave their wand and kind of probably scare a lot of people off. And that just seems to have diminished over the last couple of years, doesn't it? You know, you've just got so many more people now. See, well, probably with the visas and the change, very easy to move over here, very easy to buy. Um, I'm looking to buy a property in the UK at the moment and you realise Dubai is relatively cheap or extremely cheap compared to london um so interestingly last year i think we did about one just over 1250 sales we did over 1000 sorry 1100 sales 1250 leases um i don't know the employee count today but i think we're somewhere in the region of 275 Big, big change in certain departments like marketing. I think that's now 20 strong. We brought on Claire George, who was a, a great find. She now heads up the marketing department, um, previous um, vice, vice president at IBM, I believe. Um, numerous graphic designers, social copywriters, SEO specialists, videographers, um, and millions, I would have thought, spent on outdoor advertising, which is what our brokers need in order to get leads. And it's what our clients want to hear because they want us to get an outreach for their property so they can get the most amount of money. Um, what did you think about the recruitment, James? You, you spearhead that. How was that? Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of help with it these days, but um, we actually had 142 uh, newcomers across all the service lines last year, which is a pretty good number. Um, obviously, that is significant growth. So... One thing that we're quite keen on is keeping this company culture that is, you know, it seems to dominate a lot of our marketing. 
were quite well known in the market again through our peers and competitors um they would say that you know in terms of our uh, culture it's very good the team that we've got here again you know it's one of the big things which which is why we retain a lot of people over the years so we've been putting a lot of things in place to uh to keep that culture in place um again we'll talk about it shortly with the new office and 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 how we've tried to retain that culture in in this office and how we will do through 2023 um We've now split out the training. So we've got um, an independent leasing trainer um, called VJ Cleaner, who's always done our training alongside myself. She's now just doing the sales side. So um, again, you know, there's certain things in place that we hope will not just maintain the status quo, will actually increase our levels for um, training, support, culture through uh, 2023 and beyond. You're listening to Defy Real Estate Unplugged by House & House, award-winning property agency in Dubai. And I can imagine it's probably quite a hot question. If you're looking to come and join a real estate company, how many times do you get asked about the training? All the time. It's going to be, right? You're going to be so interested to know, I'm going to a good company, but they're going to train me well. Yeah. I think historically people are sort of thrown in, weren't they, on day one. I know when I first started all the way back in um, end of 2005, there was absolutely zero training or zero support. But but even even today, I think there's a lot of companies, aren't there, that you know show you to your desk and say, well, there's a the telephone, good luck. We you know? see it, Simon, don't we? We get people that join the company. Okay, what? Well, just out of interest, what, why are you here? What's it? Tell us a bit about your journey. Yeah. Oh, I joined a company and I just got... <laughs> got nothing yeah actually i was speaking to one of our new starters just before christmas i think it was and he actually joined this company because he said in the old company that he was working at a real estate company in dubai i won't name names the managing director walked past him every single morning and never spoke to him he said he only spoke to the senior guys in the company that were actually billing um and he just said it was a breath of fresh air that us guys were quite um you know <laughs> probably didn't mention my name <laughs> 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 um, you know, no james you're very very good at that and I think, and I, and I, i'd like to i'd like to be better for sure I, I listen i do but i do think we're all quite approachable we're all I sat there every day and people say to me oh why do you sit here and i was like well why not you know i'm sat with sat with everyone so uh, so yeah i think we're all quite approachable and very normal human beings i'd like to think so um so that leads me perfectly on to actually the new office and we actually Actually, it's the first time in 10 years that we actually have our own office, which is uh, different, James, because we've never had an office. And we don't tend to use this new office that we've now done for ourselves. But why did we not ever have an office? I think, again, it's just about culture, isn't it? Um, you know, this is what I would say to any new starter or anyone, anyone that I'm speaking to on an interview. If you walked into our company today you wouldn't actually know that the three of us are directors. Um, it's quite a flat hierarchy, as Simon's just mentioned. He's sat with the off-plan team. Luke normally sits in another office. I'm normally sat with the Palm Jumeirah team, or I am certainly currently. So you just wouldn't know that we're directors. Um, I think it, we've probably realised that there's certain situations where you do need a bit of quiet space. Um, so whether that's doing an interview or doing a review, these kind of things. But ultimately, again, we're just on the sales floor day to day yeah no and i think that is i think that's one of the the big reasons that you know we have gone so well of course we've had the vision but we have been down to earth and we've been out there and we can hold the hands and we can do what we need to do in order to have success simon go on to the new office tell me about it 
You did okay, it. So, yeah, the new office was a very exciting uh, addition uh, to the house and house real estate in Golden Diamond Park. We, we started with one office on the ground floor, which is a big retail unit. It's 8,000 square foot. Um, what does that take us to in total now? Three offices? The three four of offices. them together. Plus um, upstairs. About 22,000, I think, is the total square foot. So we've got a reasonable amount of space for everybody, which is obviously we need now. We've got all these different departments, different companies within House and House Group, and everything's growing, which is great. Um, so the second one was the off-plan office that opened almost exactly a year ago in uh, September last year. Well, sorry, September the year before now. Um, and, then, um, and, and then this new office, which managed to get the fit-out done in a fairly timely manner, um, opened on the 2nd of January. Uh, another eight and a half, 8,600 square foot, um, designed as a sort of main office. So it's the center, center hub, if you like, for, for the now, what's now the sales leasing, sales office on one end, leasing office on the other end. Um, and this is off plan and marketing and designed really to bring, you know, in a big part to, to maintain culture for, for everybody within the company to, to have a central hub. We've got our own coffee shop, which is being run by Encounter, um, and, and having a huge staff room. So lots of space for people to come and sit and carry on working together and, you know, have lunch and have a chat. So I think this, that's really important. We've mentioned culture quite a few times. Is yeah. that, is that a really important part of House and House? Massive. Interestingly, I was speaking to Tom, who heads our leasing team, and I was asking him how it's felt in the first couple of weeks of 2023. Um, obviously, going into a completely separate office, he used to be based with Charlie and the sales team. And actually, he felt that the culture was better in the new office being independent, which I thought was quite interesting. He just said it felt more collective as a team. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's going back to your question, it's definitely important to us. Um, why? Because it helps retain people. I think if people are happy to come into work, they're going to do good things when they meet clients. Um, I think it means that we can build a team. Um, and what I mean by that is we're not constantly losing people, having to retrain people. Um, you know, year on year, we've just got the same names and faces coming back into the company. And of course, those years of experience just add up to a cumulative effect of, of the whole team yeah. performing year on year. Agree. So the addition to bring in Encounter, which is part of the Tom and Serge group, I believe, Simon. Yeah, that that's coffee correct. shop. This this office feels like it has a lot more space to it and a lot more sociability, and it's a bit Apple esque, isn't it? Or um, yeah, no, definitely. I think someone said it looks a bit like a nice new Miras office to me the other day. So it, it looks fantastic. We um, the uh, the guys at LXA have done a great job for us, which is uh, so so. It's, yeah, it's fantastic space and a bit like you said, a bit more open spaces, a few more sort of co working spaces that people can come and work you know collaboratively together um without um without feeling that they're just stuck at their desk i guess so that's probably a big part of it co-working space yes james flexible time what what's your opinion on that actually because i know we do talk about it sometimes is it work does it not work does it work for real estate does it work for house and house i think time will tell um you know this is the first space where like simon said it's, a, it's probably a little bit freer mm. um from a work perspective um i think ultimately it depends how motivated somebody is the reality is could i work from home the same as i work in the office yeah i believe so but would it work for everybody no so i think there's certain teams and i think there's certain people in the company that maybe get a little bit more flexibility now um I don't think it works for everyone. I also believe that when someone's new to the company or a new starter, they should be embedding themselves in the company culture to understand sales rules, processes, our training, our ethics, again, culture. Um, 
But I think if someone's performing year on year, they've been with the company eight or nine years, a little bit older maybe, um, then yeah, they might get a slightly freer, freer reign. It's quite interesting because the ones that you refer to that probably are the, the, the kind of the top 10, if you went out to each of them and asked them, would they like to be more flexible? Would they like to work from home? What is the answer usually? I think the majority of them are in the office because they like the office environment. Cathal, for instance. Yeah, 100%. He, he's first in and one of the last to leave, right? Yeah, definitely. Top biller consistency. Yeah. Um, again, people like the vibe. You know, it's not an it's not an office that stayed. People don't like coming in. I've probably said this before on podcasts, but I hear so many times, whether it's from, you know, people coming in for interviews, clients, competitors. When you walk through the door, it sounds a little bit cheesy, but it's true. Um, there is a nice vibe. You know, people are smiling. People are smartly dressed. The receptionists are amazing. They're super, um, you know, nice to people that walk in through the door. There's always people milling about on the on the headsets and the phones. You know, you can see that we're a busy office. Um but there is a nice vibe to it. Um, you know, people are talking, they're not just segmented in the office and there's not one nationality over here and one nationality over the other side. They're actually, you know, it is collaborative. People get on, you know, there's good, there's good banter in the office, um, but it is professional, you know, people are here to work. Is there anything on your mind going into 2023 that we're going into, uh, I hate the word record because I think it's been mentioned so many times and what you're, Record and prediction, record and prediction. What is your record? What's your prediction? What would you like to change going into 2023 about House and House? Is there anything that you've got your eye on and you're like, okay, this, if I can make this change in the next six to 12 months, it's going to make a fundamental difference within the business. Simon as well, that's... Yeah, I mean... You know, you talked earlier about myself being quite heavily involved in recruitment. So for those people that don't know, I usually do the second stage interviews. We've got a couple of recruiters now, Sharice and Aurelia, um, who are doing the first stage. So I guess when, you know, what I've seen when we've opened the offices in the past is as you dilute the team to separate them into different offices, there is a little, you know, there's a small period where maybe it isn't as loud and as buzzy as it's previously been two months ago when you were all operating from one place. So I guess for me, the next six to 12 months is we've got 65 um, spaces available within the business as seats. That would take uh, us to a head count of in excess of 325 then? In terms of total staff numbers, yeah, and, and over over 200 brokers, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, you know, my main priority is to essentially get people into the company um keep that office vibe that we've always been quite proud of and yeah just get everyone producing results quite quickly um one interesting thing i was speaking to sharice um a little bit earlier today and she was saying that in terms of tracking our new starters um as a business last year, 98% of new starters did a deal before month two, so month two or prior. Um, so, you know, that's quite interesting because I was speaking to someone the other day from Germany and they were saying that they have to do six months training before they can actually get essentially on the sales floor. Um, whereas here, you know, we're pretty confident now that we can take a new starter um, and by the average person, um, I mean, someone that hasn't been to Dubai before or worked in a state agency or real estate, and we can get them earning relatively quickly. Um, as most people know that will be listening to, this, listening to this podcast, it is a commission-only environment here. So it's quite important that we show people that actually they can come to a completely different place. 
they can enter a completely different industry sometimes and we can actually show them the path so that they can get success quite quickly so they're not using their own funds um, and that just gives them the confidence and reassurance that actually they've made the right decision to move to Dubai. Follow House and House on social media and don't miss a beat of Dubai's vibrant property market. Recruitment and training by the signs of it then for 2023. Exactly. Simon? Yeah, I, I don't think there's huge things we need to change. I think, as, as, as James mentioned, we've moved to a new office and it, it does change the dynamic slightly. So that's important to manage from a... Um, you know, from a cultural point of view within the, within the teams, I think there's a lot we can do in terms of solidifying our place in, as the, you know, one of the top sort of three or four brokers in Dubai. Um, we want to continue to improve and we want to, um, we, we laid out a new, a, a growth plan, which I think we was, it was just good to communicate with the, with the company that, um, there are lots of opportunities for growth. Some people might look at a large real estate company in Dubai and think, okay, well, there's the owners and there's the, you know, the sales director and there's the leasing director, but the opportunity, to, you know, for anybody to be able to to join the business, whether it's in sales or leasing, and work their way up, um, become a senior broker, and then the next step, you know, to become a sales manager and, and and ultimately to build a team. So I think the opportunities are very exciting. The fact that there are there are opportunities for growth, but for any new joiner, you know, anyone joining in 2023, in two or three years' time, they could well be the next sales manager, possibly even the sales or leasing director. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities for growth from that perspective. And I think that's really important. I think, you know, there are a lot of companies where you get this sort of us versus you mentality or you versus us, I should say. Um, and I think, you know, we've always been good at, at being, being the opposite of that. And I think that's, um, that that provides opportunity for, for career progression, really. Yeah, everyone's interested in it for sure. And I think, you know, certainly when I'd been at a company for, I don't know, five or so years, you're always thinking, what's the next step? What's the next step? I spoke to someone yesterday and asked, why have you left your old job? Because there was no progression. Funnily enough, one of the brokers this morning was asking me about, about how I felt about the new F office. Uh, we had a discussion on that and his next question was, what's the next step? And I was like, well, we need to, we need to start, start out the office first, so give us five minutes, yeah. you know. But that, yeah. that's the mentality. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. That's ambition and that's aspiration. Mm. But it just shows you what people do think in Dubai and especially in real estate where it's so fast-paced. I think as business leaders um, and directors, you have to be always you know, on the pulse and you have to be quite nimble on your feet to, to be ahead of the game, be ahead of the market for sure. You, you shared that slide with the, the team on Monday. Just to, how many was it? I think it was something like, was there 20 sales managers that uh, we're looking roughly, at? Roughly, yeah. Okay. Sales directors? Three. Okay. Leasing. Operations director, managing director. So essentially to take uh, one of our spots, maybe all of our spots, who knows, in four or five, ten years. Yeah. I think the exciting thing is the, the growth structure that we came out with was we've only filled around 30 to 35% of the positions. So there were actually, there were actually 30 sales team members, I'm not trying to correct anyone, but we've currently got eight. So there's, you know, space for 22 uh, more sales team managers. It's just huge, huge potential growth. And, and even from there, there'll be new areas built within Dubai in the next three or four years. Um, so that would probably be extended further. So for anyone new or looking to join the business today, there are huge opportunities for growth. 
um, you know, depending on if, if that person is, uh, has the motivation and the desire to want to do that. I think when we touched earlier on the, uh, the hot desking, for some people, if maybe they've got children, as James said, they might be a bit older, they might be in a position where, you know, their, their, their five-year plan would be to be able to work from home a bit and do their own thing and, you know, effectively, you know, a bit more like a self-employed role, whereas the other, you know, someone with a lot of ambition might, you know, might want to be running a team of 10 or 20 people in the future. So, so the, 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 I, I feel we're providing both options for that which is which is important really interesting and you know i think we could probably delve into so many points of that discussion and elaborate on all of them but uh, that's all we have time for today so thank you to our listeners we look forward to sharing with you more of our podcasts in the coming months so please let us know if there are any topics you'd like us to discuss don't forget to subscribe whatever channel uh, you're listening on so you're notified when new episodes drop you can follow us at House and House on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. We also release a new monthly newsletter with all our latest updates and insights. We include all the links in the show notes. Thanks very much. Talk soon. Dubai Real Estate Unplugged. Finding this information helpful? Share this episode with friends and family to help them in their property journey. To know more about us or to contact our property specialists, visit houseandhouse.com.